everyone. Welcome to another Lawyer Lifter podcast. And I'm going to be talking pretty personally about the infrastructure of Uplift Law. Um, this podcast, I think, has a tag of, you know, uh, saving on your business, but redistributing. And so it's that's very vague, but it's interesting at the same time. And like all of these podcasts, there has to be a little bit of a story or a preface. And that story and preface probably started, uh, you know, as we we always say with our startups, have a plan, right? So, um, you know, I I hate being like the the stupid like clown that's like, oh, do this, do that. You know, we all see that on Instagram where it's like you have some person who's an Insta inspirer and who says like all these types of things, but then they they don't do it. But here. Um, I will stab my eye if I ever became like that because I detest that. So what I am saying, startups, I mean it, like have a freaking plan. And I mean when you say like have a plan year one, year two, year three, year four, year five, because technically you're still a startup um, up to year five. Um, and so, and then you, you, congratulations. And then after year five, you, you are, you know, like mid junior teenager, whatever you want to call it, but understand that every year, even if you are year eight, like you should be evolving, um, because you should always be changing, adapting, um, finding ideas, like tailoring everything constantly should, there should be some kind of change, not the always the the control variable. So um, in year one, I had said, okay, like I would like, you know, giving myself, giving UL three years to build its brand, to build its clientele. Um, And then I was like, you know, okay, so for year four, I'd really like to have, um, you know, this happen with my team. You know, I'd like to already have a team. I'd like to be able to figure out how to retain the team, how to attract like uh, possible um, other talent. And and I literally, you know, like you don't have to be this like uh, you don't have to journal, you know, and I'm not saying those of you who journal or or mood boards or dream boards or whatever. I'm not saying anything against that, but like really as a business owner, sitting down and thinking about your plan, like just articulate it, just say it, just scribble on it. Um, And it'll go a long freaking way. Uh, So that's pretty much like you're like, oh, well, Mel, what was your idea? And I'm like, I'm literally telling you, I I literally had in my brain, all right, like I kind of want to do this and that. And I kept that. We are in year four, and so um, we were able to initiate medical, dental, and vision. So I knew um, in 2018, all right, by year four, this shit better happen. Um, But I think the big catalyst for uh, benefits happened because I had zero, no, no offense to anybody affiliated with Kaiser Permanente, I had zero faith, love, trust in in Kaiser Permanente. And that's strange for me because let me tell you, my mom is it was a registered nurse for Kaiser Permanente for years. Um, in fact, she recently retired as a registered nurse with Kaiser Permanente um, 
you know, a year ago, and she was able to be grandfathered into one of their like really nice things, which is getting lifetime medical like lifetime medical for, you know, her and her husband, you know, for both of them, for my mom and my dad. And um, so when I was a child, we were with Kaiser Permanente and so was my brother. So um, my husband in his new company had Kaiser, has Kaiser Permanente. So I thought, hey, you know, instead of paying my own medical, because as a business owner, you know, you, you, you have to carry that on yourself. Um, I was like, you know, back to Kaiser, like Kaiser is great. Um, and I relative, I'm relatively healthy. I don't really go to the doctor. I have a yearly physical. Um, I didn't, you know, still like knock on wood, I've been COVID free. So I haven't had anything uh, related to, to that. Um, but when I went through my first pregnancy and then first miscarriage on that, um, I, I found the need and that's typically what happens, right? Like when you have insurance, like you don't really tap into your insurance until shit hits the fan. Um, and so when I was going through Kaiser, I was traumatized, legitimately traumatized by And I I still continue to think that, think of it in layers because I don't think it's a Kaiser problem. I think it's a United States of America healthcare system problem. Um, But for purposes of this discussion, I did not have what I thought I should have had in in care, basically because um, no physician ever spoke to me during my entire miscarriage, like none to date. Um, even though we have benefits now under Uplift Law that um, went into effect January 1st, Kaiser has never reached out to me. Like, never. I could be dead. Like, I literally or whatever, something. They have not. I've never spoken to a physician. Um, no one's ever said, hey, you know, I you just had a miscarriage. Why don't you come in and like, let's check on shit or whatever, or how are you mentally? Uh, no, none. So I was like, well, shit, like this is a disaster. Um, uh, this just will add to my freaking mental bill because on my therapist, like, let me also speak to you about my trauma on the physical side. But um, jokes aside, I realized like, Well, I cannot, like most things in the world, you know, like if I want what I want, I have to take it by the horns and go get it. And I was like, well, shit, like I no more Kaiser. I'm done. I don't even want to investigate anything else. I don't even want to lodge complaints. I don't want to do anything. Um, We I need really I need health care, whatever, you know, I need uh, whatever good health care there is in this in this nation. Um, and then I was like, well, I want healthcare for my people. So it was like, I want healthcare for Mel, but then I want healthcare for everybody else because it dawned on me to the utter importance of, um, and I have my office manager, Will, on here too. So I think this is also like, he's hearing my thought process, which is a very like, 
it's like a windy, dark, kind of gloomy sort of thought process, but it it rings true, and it is the topic of today's discussion because um, care is absolutely important. Year four, I was like, well, I need to preserve myself, but then I was like, well, I need to preserve my freaking people because at the end of the day, like we are... We are pushing ourselves physically, mentally, emotionally, and we need maintenance. And I, I need everybody to have good maintenance uh, and not have to go through the, the shit that I went through or whatever other, you know, whatever kinds of health care they have. Like, we need it to all be good. I need everybody to be on, our, on the same. Um, so that was the, the huge push uh, for the UL benefits movement. And I think that it's appropriate for startups to be thinking about doing that on multiple levels, on a very personal level, intimate level, like, you know, what good is the growth of your business? Like, obviously, you can't do it on your own. Okay, like you tell me like, oh, I, I started this on my own, I'm doing it on my own. Like, I, I'm not you know, it's the Botox and lashes, but I wasn't born yesterday. Okay, so don't give me that bullshit. You are using other people to help you grow, whether that's W-2s, whether that's interns, whether that's 1099s, whether that's God knows what, whatever it is. And at the end of the day, like you need to look at the maintenance and expansion of your business on a more personal level. And that's with the, the company that you surround yourself with. And so not only do you want to make sure that these people like stick around because um, any shit can happen, um, but you also want to make sure that it is, it, it's a good tool for retention because you know, like insurance, if you are a normal person trying to get insurance on your own, it's fucking expensive. It, it, it's like, or you get the shittiest free, free medical care out there. That's just, that's how it is. Like, so, you know, I don't really want to get into, that's kind of why I say like, there's a problem with the United States um, healthcare system, because yes, like, technically you can, but it's, it's definitely a, you know, a like a Titanic, you know, you're, you've got your first class, then you got what, what is it? Cargo class. That's exactly what this, the healthcare system is. Right. So if you, if you guys are doing like the free healthcare, well, you're, you're a cargo class. Okay. I also don't think first class, if we're using the Titanic and you guys know, historically, I love using the Titanic, but it works, right? If you are first class on the Titanic in this healthcare system, you're probably like Bezos, you know, you, you literally have a physician on payroll or whatever, like, um, and I will freaking tell you guys, like, it's, it's scary as shit. Um, when you start looking for good doctors out there, like, so, um, personally I went looking for, I was like, thank God we have, we have pretty, we have pretty good healthcare here. So let me go look for, ta-da, a women's health center for women's health. Um, and they, 
they had, I found it. Unfortunately, you know, like I'm not, like I hate that it sounds bougie, but it is what it is. But it's in Newport Beach and Fashion Island. And one of those physicians is covered by our policy. Okay. But so this is this is what blows my mind, right? This is what, you know, brings brings healthcare up to that first class on the Titanic. Like you literally, um, this physician that I want, that is covered by um, our healthcare, says now if you want to up the ante woman in, in this facility, you can sign up for what's called concierge. It's literally called concierge. So yes, your policy will like pay for for this level but like if you want me this awesome freaking physician 24 hours you know my staff there you get your own parking spot like literally it says i get my own parking spot um i get that i i like all these like awesome freaking things i felt like whoa caught like wow this is real con- but like you're fucking around with someone's healthcare. So I felt a little bit like, oh God, this is kind of weird. Um, they're like, okay, we'll take we'll take what you pay, like your your health insurance plus you out of pocket should pay our facility five hundred dollars extra for this. Now I looked at it and I was like, Well, if I if I got pregnant again, I'll I might think about that, right? Because I'm coming from a pretty traumatized spot. Like um, I am what they call geriatric pregnant, a geriatric pregnancy because I'm over the age of 35. Um, And then I have a first miscarriage under my belt. So I'm automatically placed in this high risk pregnancy group. So I thought, all right, like I, if I was able to do that, then I would think about this concierge thing. But the fact that this exists, exists, blows my fucking mind. And it should blow your mind too. So let's go back to the topic at hand. Like what we need to take care as best as you can, your people. And you're like, well, how do you do that, Mel? I'm a, I'm a startup. And it's like, well, look at what you're doing, saving up. I mean, we always start startup discussions on our podcasts with, all right, be scrappy, be resourceful. And so understanding that you've spent years one through three um, being resourceful, you've got money, right? Like you, you've you've saved. So where do you, don't just pocket that. Like, you know, the goal is, all right, yeah, like maybe as an owner, you're not taking like your distributions or whatever, you're not taking a salary, but you use that as an injection back into your business and back into your business by way of your company, by way of the people in your company. So you can't really say honestly to me that I don't have the money for benefits. Like I bet your ass you do because you were, you know, like being scrappy and resourceful these, these years, So, you know, and what, what am I going to, what am I saying? Right? Like a lot of you are running 1099s, which you can, you just got to do it smart. And let me plug the firm. Like we, we run 1099s, like we help you run them correctly. So you are saving money 
with running 1099s. So that money can be redistributed to retention, right? So that it's not, people don't know that you can provide benefits and they will always be less expensive than if you had one of your own people go out in the real world to find quotes. It just is like if you are a company, if you if you run a company policy, it is just more competitive than, you know, like if you think, hey, you know, I'm, I'm giving them my people like pretty competitive hourly rates or or whatever. And I do this and do that. Understand that what they take home is going to be very much depleted by our not great and I'm using that term very loosely, um, healthcare system, because um, it rapes individual people attempting to find healthcare. So if you have the umbrella or if you have the protection of a company, go find a freaking broker. I've got one, uh, you know, he who can help with your insurance needs and your benefits needs and look at it look at what and it will it will amaze you that what you thought you can't do you can do you just got to sit down and look at well what the hell was i spending in years 1 through 3 where was i saving where's that fucking money and then year 4 like redistribute it amongst the people that matter because again it is a good retention tool because your people will know like wow like my my boss gives more shits than i thought why because they want me healthy want me to be able to see want me be able to like have you know like figure out what's going on with my body um have good teeth oral hygiene like that shit matters at the end of the day um, and you can also think about what do you do with any dependents of your people, right? So, you know, like you, a lot of companies out there, they will um, go ahead and just say, hey, we can put your spouse or your child under this company policy just so you can have like that great policy, but you employee have to take care of that um, dependent 100%. So it's like, you know, you guys got to think too, it's not like at, at year four or whatever, you got to pay a hundred percent of like their, their um, policy. You can pay a good percentage, you know, based on, but to actually make that step, and do it will speak volumes to your people as to like, wow, they want me here. They want me to thrive um, and they appreciate me. So it's like really putting your money where your mouth is. And instead of telling your people um, ad nauseum, like I care about you, like you're part of my team, like you're part of the family, you're part of the friends. Well, like one huge thing to show is like, extending that all right i want you healthy um that type of thing and you want to continue 
you know, like that, that progression, you know, like there's other ways, like say, say right now you're like, well, I can only, I can do the policy, but I can only, um, pay this percentage. So like increase that percentage every year or like maybe, you know, uh, every third quarter or whatever, like that type of thing. Um, or, you know, think about, all right, so I've got, the medical here, medical vision, dental, like, all right, so maybe down the line, I want to extend what, like a 401k or whatever. Uh, that, that speaks so much. Like, again, this goes back to small businesses. Like, it's not just about you, the owner, and it's not just about, you, about your patrons and your clients and your customers. Don't lose sight of the people around you in your own damn company. And so, um, like, that is extremely important that you maintain the home, the home base of the company. So that's, it always goes, uh, we always kind of have these themes. It's like small business owners, you know, we say you're small business, everybody knows your name. That's the, the attractiveness, but you think big, think big because the companies out there like the big, you know, like Coca-Cola, like Google, whatever, you know, they also have benefits for their people. They also have all this other shit for their people. It creates security and the desire to stay. And that is not out of your reach, small business owners. Again, think big. Yes, you're a small business. And yes, like it's a very intimate kind of exchange between you and your clients and your customers and your patrons. But you still continue that theme of thinking big in your little small, um, you know, small area there. So um, that is, I think, one of the big things um, that I wanted to talk about today. And then I also have, as I mentioned, I have my office manager, Will, here. And I will say that if you are running, if you're thinking about the entire um, benefits area, well, you got to designate someone to unpackage that shit because it's not just a wham, bam, um, here everybody has like, you know, medical dental vision. You've got to follow the laws. So, Will, why don't you take it from there and like let us know what have you learned in being the administrator of our uh, benefits here oh man <laughs> i don't even know where to start there's yeah there's all i've learned there's a lot of regulations and like what's the scariest thing about it is like as an administrator of you know if you're a plan admin you you can be held like personally liable if you don't do certain things like sing out cobra notices and stuff like that so yeah there's a lot of i mean i'm still learning as we go but you know there i think but I didn't expect there to be this much regulation just for voluntary um, health insurance. You know what I mean? Uh, I think I, I would assumed that it was, you know, oh, it's voluntary. You know, you can take it if you don't want to take it, you know. But there is there is actually quite a bit of uh, government oversight. And I think that's a good thing. Um, but it's definitely makes it a little more challenging than uh, the wham, bam, and done, <laughs> you know. So... I wish it was wham, bam, and done, but you know, it's not. So it's, it's interesting. It's fun. It's challenging. 
it's good yeah. for us though because you know as you as you've been saying like having healthcare is super important and making sure that the team is healthy and it helps with motivation it just helps with workflow as well yeah it definitely like i'm i'm ecstatic to have i i mean mar this this healthcare um as i say like every like this titanic level like margin like good healthcare because you know if you are at a desk job you got to freaking make sure your back is in check right and pts are an arm and a leg i swear to god i was paying my pt out of pocket and it was like a hundred bucks now that i have freaking insurance they're like oh your insurance went through that's thirty dollars and it's like holy shit sign me up for five in one day like <laughs> you know what i'm saying like so anyway guys like that's just maintenance because this is a lot this freaking as we've said business is indefinite like you know your people don't have freaking batteries so get them healthy well anyways guys thanks for listening to thank you for listening to the lawyer lifter podcast you can listen to other podcasts at www.lawyerlifter.com or your favorite podcast apps please don't forget to rate review and subscribe.